technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution. A culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and driving the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. I'm being joined today by David Marsh, Industry Principal Federal of PEGA. So, David, thank you so much for joining me today. It's uh, definitely a pleasure to be here. So when it comes to IT modernization versus digital transformation, at the macro level, what's the difference? That's a really good question, and I've been thinking about this recently. Uh, I moderated an event a few weeks ago. It was IT professionals from both industry and the government. And my topic was, or my table was, IT modernization and digital transformation. And I came out and I said, tell me the difference between each. went around the table. And everybody's answers were different. Um, so this is really an opinion right now that I'm having. Uh, I, I like clarity in, in the terminology that we use because it helps us, you know, with the types of buyers we have in the government around, you know, IT and I, healthcare for IT and IT for healthcare, vice versa. And to me, digital transformation is those are the things that you do you know, on a daily basis, you, know, you get your infrastructure ready, having your, you know, the, the right types of procurement vehicles to, to buy, you know, digital, digital alternatives to your legacy IT ecosystems. And, you know, the terminology of IT modernization, like it, it's not a, you can't put a set date and or time on that, right? IT modernization, it's, it's the journey. So let's break this down between the journey and the micro journeys along the way. Because before the digital revolution, there was an analog revolution. It was like getting used to, well, here's a hybrid. It's, it's not fully automated. There's manual processes and it's automated. Then we have the digital revolution, right? And what's next? You know, after digital, it's the, it's the human system integration, right? To where essentially people and, and solutions are integrated, right? But uh, so we started talking about that way, and a lot of people have tried to define both. But uh, what I'm pushing for internally at my at my firm, Pegasystems, is uh, is this new language to get people talking, and to really define and show the difference. And um, if I had my druthers, and, and when I say when I ask people like-minded IT professionals, change my mind. I really mean it because you know. There's no way that any one of us is more insightful than all of us. And I'm really hoping that this gets that conversation going and having people ask, what is the difference? And my my current stance is that modernization is the ongoing journey. It never ends, right? IT modernization, digital transformation, those are the steps that we take along the way. So I can move applications from a an on-prem install into a cloud environment. That's a digital transformation of a particular solution, not of an entire agency. But so for me, those are the differences. IT modernization is going to be something that goes on in, for infinity and the digital transformation are going to be the things that we do until the next technological revolution comes around. So as again, 
analog to digital, digital to full integration, full integration to what's next, right? So the digital transformation may become passe, may become integration transformation, you know, human system integration transformation, something like that. So that's the difference from where I stand right now. And I'm really looking forward to a spirited dialogue on this with my colleagues. So now what prompted you to address this now? It was that event, really. These were these are very well-established IT professionals from industry and the government. And we couldn't come to a consensus at our table. You know, what the, what IT modernization means to me was this, and we, we had another answer, another answer, another answer. Two people did actually agree um, on, the, on the way to look at it. And, you know, I, I look at our profession. I'm, I'm very proud to be an IT professional, right? And I consider this my profession. And, you know, I, information technology, it's like law or medicine that you practice, right? You never finish, right? So we're practicing, you know, our IT industry. And when I see these, these were leaders, right? These were leaders around the table who are leaders of government, leaders of private industry, people who've done both. And our small group of nine people, we couldn't come to a consensus. So that's why I thought about it now. And that's why I wanted to get the conversation going at that association, as well as with my direct team here at PEGA and, and, and the broader team as well. So I'll be working on that over the next several months to get that conversation going and hopefully have some external conversations with our partners and some of our customers as well in the government. Now, I know you've mentioned journeys and micro journeys. Can you break down what they mean by what you mean by that when you discuss that? Most definitely. So when we talk about the journey and the micro journeys, you know, the journey is that the path that I'm, I'm taking, and it, 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 I don't see an endpoint, right, on that journey. My journey is to, what I would, what I would say as a customer, if I came to a, a vendor, I say, my journey is to remain technologically relevant. I want to be able to attract and retain top talent, right, by having up-to-date tools and things that are exciting to the digital you know, generations now that, have, that were born into a digital world fully, right? And being able to have them experience their work in a way they've come accustomed to, multi-channel, you know, their, their um, device of choice, bring your own device, and having that security uh, in place so that they can do that either behind or in front of a firewall. That's my journey. So then what's incumbent upon, you know, vendors and industry is to collaborate and look, think about that customer first focus and customer focus or customer first is it's design thinking at its, at its uh, base, at its foundation. And you're designing based upon what are the desired outcomes by your customer. And um, so those micro journeys, as you say, let's take this, you, you've heard the saying and it's cliche, but you know, we can't, we're not going to boil the ocean in 36 months, you know, a period of performance on a government contract. You know, what, what we can do is we can start setting the foundation. So if you want to stay technologically relevant, let's replace some legacy systems. Let's do that, an application rationalization across your data centers. That's a micro journey. All right. That's not the end all be all. It's not going to solve all your problems. But when you do that, then you can say, okay, now I know all my, the applications that I have in my ecosystem. Now I can do a cloud readiness scorecard and see which ones have targeted landing zones or a cloud alternative for that legacy install. That's another micro journey, right? And then, okay, now I'm going to properly size, you know, this is a large app, small app, medium app. We call it, we call it um, small, medium, and large t-shirt sizing. That's another micro journey. And so again, it's, it's breaking, it's breaking the, the goals down into very consumable 
um, projects that can lead you and, and it'll help you be able to stay relevant. And, you know, the, the most important thing is over the, the pandemic, we heard about this, the great resignation, right? And a lot of people leaving. Well, there's a, a lot of folks who are uh, at a retirement age, right? And the, the knowledge gap could be created with people, you know, leaving in droves. So we have to have systems in place that capture knowledge. And so that's another micro journey. So how do I go from tribal knowledge of a certain process or a policy to, okay, here it is in a digital form that's consumable that I can see. And if people leave, then the knowledge stays behind. So those are all, all those things are little micro journeys. So, you know, data center consolidation, application rationalization, targeted landing zones for cloud alternatives, um, security compliance, and, and all those things. So that's, that's the main differentiator is the, the small things that you can do, um, or the medium sized things that you can do today and show value to your customer, right? And one of my favorite sayings is, and it's the only human key performance indicator, you know, in government contracting, KPIs are a big thing, right? The key performance indicators. The only human KPI is expectations. And it's much easier to manage those expectations with a micro journey and say, you know, being able to ask, what is your, what's your expectation of this solution once it's installed into your ecosystem? And it takes a lot of time to get to that and it takes some consulting savviness to be able to get someone to break down and say, look, I don't want to get a phone call on Saturday at my kid's baseball game. That's an expectation. And along the way, we can build to that. So look what we did today to make sure you don't get a phone call on Saturday from an angry app owner, things like that. So that's a differentiator to me. That's really interesting information. Is there anything else you would like to add? I think it's um, I talked about IT modernization being a journey that never ends. And this is really timely. So I live here in Washington, D.C. And just yesterday, there was a huge communications gaffe between the FAA um, and, uh, you know, Capitol Police and Secret Service. And there was a, it was Military Appreciation Day at Nationals Baseball Stadium and the Army Golden Knights were parachuting in. Nobody, nobody really, the communications broke down somewhere and Capitol Hill scrambled. They evacuated all the buildings. People were running. It really created some turmoil. And the reason I say it's a journey, you know, 15 years ago, you know, I, I got to go when I was a contractor at Homeland Security, I got to go to Brooklyn, New York and help build, you know, a unified communications platform for the fire department, the police department and the port authority because during 9-11, you know, a fire, a firefighter across the street from a police officer or across the street from somebody from the another office, they couldn't talk to each other. They didn't have these dedicated bandwidths, you know. So it's as true today that, you know, communications is still, it's not seamless. It's not frictionless. It wasn't then, right? And, we, and we're still having these issues. So again, it's a journey. We have to learn from it and keep going. I just thought that was because it happened yesterday, right before you and I were going to talk. You know, that, that that really brought it to the front of my mind. I was like, wow, I'm, we're still dealing with the same things that we were dealing with 15 years ago in our industry. Yeah, there's a constant, constant learning curve. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, it was definitely my pleasure. And I, like I said, I hope this really, I hope I get some uh, some really good comments on LinkedIn, you know, yes. from people who hear this and say, I challenge you. I'd love that. I mean, that'd be great. <laughs> well, we'll hopefully, hopefully you'll see a bunch of them. All right, we'll talk to you soon. Thank Take you. Take care. Thank you for listening. 
For more episodes, check us out at govforum.io or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And please, subscribe, give us five stars, and share with your friends. Oh, 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 oh,